Hey guys, you're listening to the JK Experience, where we train leaders to live a life of exceptional impact, influence, and faith. All right, Kara. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. On uh, I hope you're having a beautiful day out there. I know we've got a little bit of overcast here in Wyoming, but it sounds like your cup has been full already with a lot of coffee. <laughs> it has, and it's a beautiful day here. So the sun is shining, and that always makes for a beautiful day. So No doubt about it. Good. Well, hey, I really want to talk uh, today. One of the things I'm so excited to have you on the podcast is about just like building energy in our lives. And uh, listen, we're all busy. We all know that. And we know that this industry as a whole can very much consume you in every avenue, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, especially if you really want to be successful. We know that that grind is just relentless. I'm curious to know, first of all, uh, just give us a background of how many years you've been in industry, the positions that you've held and now that you, where you're at in your, ni- in your life right now, and, and why, why, you have a, why you found this greater or how maybe you found this greater purpose of what's driving you today. Yeah, no. Well, first of all, it's a real pleasure to be here. So thank you for the opportunity. And um, and yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, just my quick background is, so I started in real estate in 2004. Uh, I was working for a builder at that time and, uh, you know, worked with them, had a lot of success. And that was 04 to 08. So, you know, the real estate market was doing really well at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I transitioned over in 08 actually was not really having, it wasn't so fun to be in a model home when nobody was coming to you, yeah. right? I was sitting there and, and seeing maybe one person a week and I'm someone that needs a lot of, you know, needs to see people and connection. So then I, I went into the resale side of the business. Um, then from there, built a built my real estate business, was um, tapped by the leadership team of my broker to manage several of their real estate offices. So then for several years, I uh, led other agents, led several offices within Long & Foster, um, which is a big brokerage here on the, um, at the Atlantic Coast. And mm-hmm. then um, I kind of started to feel like I needed to really build my own practice again. I loved teaching and I loved helping other agents and help them, you know, really um, create bigger visions for what they wanted out of business. But I wanted to, but I started feeling like there was a missing thing for me and I needed to get back in and really make my own business. So I left um, the leadership role and then started creating my own team again in the DC metro area. So that's a little bit of my journey along the way. And you know, I, I think along the way, what I've, um, I've done it two different ways. I've done the business where it was all hustle. I mean, it was like, you know, grind, mm-hmm. grind, hustle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, especially when I first got married and met my husband, like I was working just insane hours and not that I don't work a lot of hours now, right. but it, it was in a, it was a different energy, you know, it was all about just like pushing, pushing, pushing. And so, um, through that journey, I guess what I, what I found and, and some of it was just kind of burnout, but, um, I've always had a spiritual practice. Um, and I always kind of, um, had an intention, but I wasn't as, um, as thoughtful about it, or I wasn't intentional about it. Um, until I just realized like, I can't do this forever. I need to kind of figure out a a better way. And I, I need to do it in a way where I can be full myself, because if you're not really whole in your own self, then you can't 
truly give at, I think, and create bigger impact in other people's lives if you're not able to, you know, have that wholeness within yourself. So, um, so, and it was a little bit of, um, just that kind of that realization and, and stepping back and then getting into a place where I started implementing, um, more of a ritual in my morning where I could, um, faith is a big part of that. And so, um, have that kind of time for myself where I could fill my own cup, um, so that then I could give in a bigger way, you know, throughout the day to my family and to my husband and to my business and my clients. Um, so I think that like morning ritual for me, um, is, is really, I believe one of the biggest things that we can give to ourselves. And actually, you know, I, I I interview a lot of, you know, on my podcast, I interview a lot of entrepreneurs. And what I found is the common denominator is having some element of that, like Mm -hmm. having some element of self-care is, I think, one of the biggest things that I found in all entrepreneurs, uh, you know, that are working at a high level is that realization. So do you feel like it's, is it confidence that maybe people are lacking? Because one of the things that we have identified, and especially a lot of agents, um, is this lack of confidence that they can be selfish with their maintenance, right? Their care, their self-care, as you were talking about. Was there a was there a pivotal time in your life where um, that switched for you or you had that aha moment? Like, tell us what that was like for you. Well, quite frankly, um, I mean, I, and I, I don't talk about this too often, but I was in a, a, a very unhealthy relationship actually was not my husband, um, mm. obviously, but, but I was in a, a, and I realized that I was really, um, very codependent on others, on mm. my job, on, um, that relationship for any sense of fulfillment. And so I was doing really well, like, mm-hmm. but I was, at the end of the day, if all of that was gone, when all of that kind of like went away, when the relationship went away, I kind of was really a puddle of, of mush on the floor, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I did go through, I would say a big, um, self-reflection on like what it was that like, who was I really? And who did I want to be in the world? And through, you know, therapy and, and some other things kind of came to, I guess you could say more confidence, right? Because in that I realized, well, like, you know, what is the vision of that I want to create and what do I want for myself? And so I started to define more clearly, like, what do I want out of a relationship? Who do I want in a partner? Mm-hmm. Like, not what do they want out of me, which is how I'd been looking at it before. And how can I change to what mold to what they want from wow. me? But who do I want to be and what do I want in the world? And from that, I'd say, like journey, um, then and literally part of it was actually writing down on paper, like, what do I want in a in a partner, in mm-hmm. a in a business? What Like being very reflective about it. And then starting to believe that it was possible. So, you know, part of it is creating the vision of what you actually want, because yeah. if you don't have a vision, then you're just, you're never really going to get there, right? Yeah. Um, and then stepping into a place where, you know, and I use a lot of affirmations and positive, you know, um, I think when you were on my podcast, you talked about rewriting your story. And yeah. I, I absolutely believe that it's about the story you tell yourself, like, 
what are you telling yourself on a minute by minute day to day basis um, of who you are and what you're capable of? And when you start to rewrite that story, when you start to believe that you're worthy of big things, that you're worthy of love, that you're worthy of, um, you know, clients and people that you can really serve, like then things start to shift in your life. That's great. I'm curious to know, you know, as, as you've had success, you've also had setbacks, you've, you've had some failures and, and any successful person, you're, you're going to do that. You, you're just going to fail in life. And, and one of the things that I think that is really powerful with people that continue to break those next levels of, of their career, next levels into their, their personal life, uh, is that they're able to get over failure. They've got a, like, maybe they've got a system, maybe they've got a sequence of things they say to themselves. I'm curious, um, because I know you're human. And I know that you experience failure, setbacks. How do you deal with that? Is there, is there a way that you deal with it? Is there an emotional state that you have to get to? What, what, what's your process of dealing with setbacks? You know, I, I think you're right. I mean, there's always going to be something that comes up in, in life, right? Um, and I think the key is not letting yourself dwell in that place too long. Mm-hmm. You know, for me personally, um, I... Uh, you know, if there is rejection, right, which is part of our business, um, like not everybody's going to like you and that's okay. Not, I'm, I may not be the right person for them. They may not be the right person for me. Um, so, but understanding, like allowing yourself to feel it and then kind of moving on into and getting over it. Right. And some of that I think is, you know, I mentioned my morning ritual. Mm -hmm. So that for me is, just a very sacred time every morning that when I don't create that time for myself, my day is not the same. Mm -hmm. And so practically speaking, what that looks like for me is I wake up before everybody else in my household, right? And some days are better than others. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I get more time than others, especially (laughs) because I have a five, four and a one-year-old. And so Mm -hmm. my one-year-old is a little unpredictable in his wake-up time. Yeah. Uh, so I just try to create at least at least a half hour, but usually more like an hour to an hour and a half and, and maybe sometimes two um, to have to myself. And what I do during that time is I, I spend time in prayer. Um, I spend time in gratitude. I spend time in... Um, visualizing anything that I have that day that's going on. Like I visualize literally like what I want those, uh, you know, conversations or appointments or meetings to look like. Um, and I do have affirmations that I say, you know, about, um, you know, the income goals that I want to create. And just that, you know, one of them is just that, um, I attract opportunities to help people, you know, every day. I mean, it's very simple, right? But I believe that when you are in a space where you expect good things to happen, then sometimes you just, bad things may happen, but you're not as aware of them. Like right. you just don't dwell on those as much because yeah. you're like, okay, well, that was too bad. But, you know, I'm expecting good things to unfold and I don't know what that could potentially mean. Maybe it's not a bad thing. Maybe that negative thing that I perceive as negative is actually putting me in a different conversation with somebody else. It's going to open a bigger door. Like you don't know what God has in store for you. Mm-hmm. And so all you have to do is, is trust that the plan will unfold for your highest good. And we may, may not be able to see the bigger picture, but if you 
understand and trust and hold the belief that good things do unfold for you, then they will. They'll just naturally open. And that's great. It it reminds me of like that setback could actually be the setup for something even greater in your life. And I think it sounds like that's what's uh, what you're, what you're saying here. I'm curious to know, you know, um, as a woman in this industry, uh, you've got a, a, um, you've got a significant other that plays a big part in your success, uh, mm-hmm. your, your success in business, but also just in your success in your happiness and and that support. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I know that talk, you know talking to enough real estate agents, especially women, one of the things that they struggle with sometimes is that lack of support or lack mm-hmm. of um, their or the lack of their their spouse supporting their success because sometimes that success overshines the other person's success. I'm curious to know is, is first of all, has your husband always been amazing and supportive of all of the things that you've done? Uh, and then secondly, um, what would you say to a, um, a female, a woman that is kind of going through that where she wants to be successful? She knows she can be, She maybe she really already is, but she doesn't have a significant other that's as supportive as she would like. You know, that's that's a tough place to be. And I, I certainly, um, you know, can empathize where people may be coming from. Um, for me, I, I have to say some of it was I met my husband um, in my 30s. And so I was a little bit more established at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when he when we met, I was already um, having success and he was I have to say, like, I, I always believe that I am very, he is my rock, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I love to kind of fly and, and, you know, but he kind of keeps me very grounded and I am so grateful for him every single day because, um, he does do actually a lot for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm very blessed. And I know that that's not necessarily the case for everyone. Um, but he, you know, helps out with the kids. Like he does, he, is the cook in our family because I don't cook. I'm, he wouldn't want me to cook. Like <laughs> I try sometimes and it doesn't work out. We all have out. our talents. We all have our gifts. <laughs> we lady, do. You know? We do. I'm like, give me a cook by numbers. So we do yeah. home chef sometimes, but um, I can follow directions. Uh, but, you know, I, I will say I do owe a lot of credit to him because he does give me the root system mm-hmm. within our family um, to be able to go out and to, you know, do serve in a big way. And it's interesting you bring this up because I actually just had a conversation with um, an agent that I used to train and coach. And, you know, she had reached out because she's really struggling. And she said, you know, I'm struggling right now. I am, I'm doing all these different roles. Like, how do you do what you do? Like I I'm comparing and I don't want to compare, but I am. And, you know, what I would say is you have to kind of look at where you are, like everybody's situation is different. And so, yes, my husband does allow me this opportunity. And, um, but, you know, she was not necessarily also taking enough. She was comparing herself to me, but yet she was like full-time caretaking for her parents too. And I don't have that, you know? And so first thing I said to her was you have to be kind to yourself. Like don't compare yourself to the success of another because you're dealing with a lot. You are very special and unique in the ways that you're doing things. And so give yourself credit, number one, for all that you're doing to create this vision. And then number two, I think um, if your spouse is not 
as supportive right now. I mean, maybe having the conversation, you know, open conversation about what you want and talking about both your goals and what's his goal or her goal, you know, what are, what are the goals and is there a way that you can kind of make it work? And then the second piece to that is, and this is something that I learned later, but like you also knowing when it makes sense to afford leverage. So Hmm. if you're not going to, if your spouse is just not going to change, then is there a way that you can budget for having somebody come in and maybe helping with the kids so that you can go out? Um, You know, are there ways, because you're running a business. So look at the numbers, you know, does it, is your time, what's your income per hour? You know, if, if you can spend X amount of hours and, you know, create more clients that are going to make you a bigger return, then maybe it makes sense to hire a babysitter and then don't, you know, get stuck in like a blame game of my spouses and being so, you know, just look at it like, well, they're, they're also doing this and this is, you know, my path and try to compromise and find something that works for everybody. Because then I think when you get stuck in thinking, well, if my partner's not doing this, you get stuck in resentment and then you start holding yourself back in other levels. So you know, maybe reframing it and having that open conversation first and then looking like at what other options are available to you. Maybe you've got a friend that's, that's staying home that like wouldn't, that wants to support you. And maybe they might want to watch your kids for a few hours or help out with whatever so that you can support your dreams. I mean, surround yourself with people that want good things for you mm-hmm. and you don't know and pray about it. Like yeah. ask for guidance yeah. and you don't know what, things might, what workings of, you know, God may have in store for you, you know? Great answer here. I'm going to hit you with another hard one. I don't know. They're just coming to me as you're talking because uh, honestly, you know, we we have a lot of hard conversations. And as you know, this, you, uh, when when you were managing many agents and of course you're managing your team now, uh, you, you know, you're, it's not just about selling real estate. I mean, you are literally a full-time therapist without the degree. So then you're trying to figure all of this stuff out. Uh, and uh, so I'm, I'm just curious if you have any type of an answer for this where um, you've got, let's just say you've got uh, a, a couple that is this doing life together, right? They're doing real estate together. One thing that I've admired about you is that you've always continued to keep your identity uh, without losing the family. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, what ends up happening when married couples get into real estate together, they lose that individual identity uh, because everything that they're doing, their marketing and the, the way that they talk to other people, the way that people talk to them is always about that team and that unit. And that's a great thing, right? We know in marriage, that's a great thing to have that unity, but it's not always fantastic in the business side of it because you lose who you are, that uniqueness mm. to you. And I'm just curious um, if, if you have any tips or tricks or just anything that you could give any advice to for women that have united with their husbands, their significant others, and how they keep their identity so that they know who they are still. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I know that can be tough, especially when you start to, you know, your identity is already with your with your spouse, right? Like there's yeah. a piece of that. Yeah. And then your business is too. And so how do you kind of create your own spaces? Um, I'm just a big believer. And I, I think that, um, you know, for at least for, for my husband and I, we've really worked really well by having things that really bring us together, but also having our own kind of interests as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, uh, you know, I think it's really important that in any, I think we are more powerful and we are more insightful than we sometimes give ourselves credit for. And so uh, 
I, whenever I'm kind of struggling with something personally, I go into kind of a, a, a meditative state. So usually I'll like meditate and then I'll often just get out my journal and start asking questions. Like, mm. like literally, you know, what is it that's going on right now? Or what is it that I need to do to become more whole? Or, you know, whatever the, the big question is, um, I believe that asking it is given. And so, um, but I think number one, not enough of us spend as much time in our own kind of, um, not headspace, but like, like soul space, okay. you know, yeah. like, um, how do we kind of get back to the core of like our soul and where we're being guided to, to be and to do. And so I think that our emotions can give us that it's almost like an emotional guidance system, right? So if we're feeling off kilter, then we know, okay, like something's not right. Cause I don't feel good about this. So then it's up to us to take the next step and say, well, how do I, how do I find out what that is and tune back in to ourselves? Because you do have the answers. You just sometimes don't um, take the time to explore the answers or maybe see the signs around you. So I think it's really as simple as sometimes just getting out a journal and like writing down or praying about it. Like, God, help me understand where I'm supposed to go, where you want me to go. I'm feeling, I'm struggling with this. I'm open to hearing the answers. Please guide me. Mm -hmm. And um, I think sometimes the answers can come through as insights right then. And sometimes it may take, you know, some time um, of asking the question and then allowing the right answers to come through. They always do. It's just whether we're aware of the answers when we receive them. That's great. So, but it, it, it could be, you know, you meet a friend and they start talking about something that yeah. prompts it. You know, like you don't know how the inner workings are going to happen, but I think asking the question and then being open to receiving the answers are is the key. You talk a lot about self-care and that's a lot where you get that energy from. Do you feel like in situations like this too, it's even more important to take more time for that self-care where it's like, you know, because once again, when you, when, when you're eating with, when you're sleeping with, when you're working with that person 24 hours a day, uh, you never have that separation. You know, ne- you never have that time for that, that soul care that you're talking about as well. Do you think it's really important that it has to become either a regular appointment or something that they just put in their lives that listen, take a weekend away, take an evening away, those types of things. I'd, I'd love to get your thoughts on that. So I do, I think it's, Absolutely. To me, I feel like it's one of the things, you know, we live our lives and we kind of go through the motions often without thinking about like what it is that we're really creating. Like, what Mm -hmm. do you want for your family? Like, what do you want it to look like? And we spend a lot of time helping our clients, right? By like, you know, working with our clients on what they want to create and what their vision is. But how often do we sit back and like, look at what our own vision is for our life? Um, why are we doing what we're doing? What's our big why? And so I, you know, personally, I, um, I think that I have a date with myself once mm-hmm. a year where I'll go to my place is the spa. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I just love, a, love a massage, love a spa <laughs> and I'll take the day, right. And I'll go and I'll take my journal and I'll, have almost like a year, you know, vision, like a a vision, where am I on track? Where do I want to tweak some things? Where do I need better self-care, you know? And I really indulge in that, like 
day mm-hmm. and that's my day and I'll have like lunch by myself at the spa and mm-hmm. I just you know I don't know I, I love that yeah. um so for me it looks like that and then um it also is just a, a daily morning ritual and I think it is important to have that time like a date with yourself where because otherwise you know, you're going to live your life on other people's terms. Right. And so, and if there is something going on in your relationship or your business, sometimes if you're just in it with that partner, then you're not open to seeing the flaws or the things where, where having perspective outside of that, I think is super helpful. Um, I actually, um, created a little gift for the listeners of my podcast. Um, it's a, it's called free gift, uh, from Kara.com and, uh, I'll send it to you, but in it's Kara with a K, but it's a downloadable, um, like journal that basically gives people a a place to stop and think about like the vision for their life and what they want to create in different buckets. Mm -hmm. And then I also have the affirmations that I, you know, use daily in there just to give some like inspiration and, and guide to others. And, and so I'm happy to share that with your listeners, but, um, but I think it's really just important that we we do take that time for ourselves um, to think about what we want out of our marriage. You yeah. know, like if if, it, if it's all about the business, like make sure that you're also carving out some time for intimacy, mm-hmm. you know, and um, because it should be like life should be fun and we need to. You know, if, if something's off kilter, then it's just it doesn't mean that it's all doomsday every day and that it's going to be like that forever. Yeah. It just means that it's worth a check in and seeing how you can get back on track. You know, say that website. And it's one easier more time. said than done. Right? Well, no doubt. I, there's no doubt about it. But when, when it starts with the intentionality and it turns into the action, of course, then then you look at yourself. You look at, of course, how the people around you are living and you when you notice people are living in a different light. Right when they're just there's there's something about them there's just a, there's some type of energy you're like you just want well this is the reason why right because of the intentional mm-hmm. things you're doing give everybody that website one more time because I don't want them to miss that yeah so it's um, www.freegiftfromkara that's Kara with a K K A R A dot com so www.freegiftfromkara.com. Fantastic. We'll have that in the show notes as well, too. Well, you've given us yeah. some really great practical uh, applications for energy in our life and that confidence in our life as well, too. Um, you, I want to go to business as we kind of wrap this up. Uh, you were doing something really cool that you've just started, and you're seeing amazing results for that. So I want to give them that full spectrum because, you know, having confidence in your life and your personal life is great. Having confidence because of the success in your business is super important as well, too. We're really trying to grow people and how they uh, can create that wealth in their life. So I'd love for you to talk about this coffee thing that you're doing and and the results that you're getting from it because it's quite amazing. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. Um, this actually all started with a, it was my business coach and I, we were working together and it kind of, it was an idea that popped up. But it started also because I believe that when you are aligned with who you're meant to be in the world, like when you're really kind of living on purpose and you can create like marketing and activities that like are just a natural extension of who you are in the world, Mm -hmm. then because it's not forced, it just resonates with people better. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, like I talk a lot about that on the, soul inspiring business podcast, but like, it's about aligning your soul right into your business. Like how do you become, um, 
kind of one. And so we started this um, Coffee with Kara because it came up because I, um, number one, I love a good coffee shop. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. Um, I love coffee and lattes. And I also thought, it, actually, it kind of came up during COVID where I really wanted to support local business owners mm. and so um, and support them you know, for all they were doing and to help them through. And so there's this great local coffee shop. I love the owners and I love their energy. And so I went to them and I said, well, you know, what if I um, offered free coffee to your clients, you know, for um, we did it first where it was every Friday in August. This is last August. And Uh so I said, you know, I'll be there from 7 to 11. I'll pay for all their coffee. And then while they're there, if they have a real estate question or they have some kind of advice like that they need, um, I'll be there to help them. And so they loved the idea. And I was like, well, this is great. This is fun. And number one, again, like I love coffee. I love supporting them. And I love talking about real estate. So like, what could be better? So uh, it started. And and honestly, like the results have been pretty astounding. So Mm I just, I think that again, when you look at like, when you have an an intention that you're just naturally going to be in a position where you attract the right people to you, Mm -hmm. then it happens. And so I met just like one example, right? So I met this uh, client at Coffee with Kara, then went on to help them um, buy a $3 million plus house, sell a $2 million plus house, help their client or their sister buy a one plus million dollar house, working on a two to $3 million commercial deal, like all from just one cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, actually two, cause his dad was there. So, you know, it's, um, it's crazy to me that, you know, it's, it's so like simple. Um, but it's, it's really for me, like in the success is amazing. I mean, that is great. And that's, but it's also just, I just get so much enjoyment out of being there and connecting with people. So, and again, when you're, when your mantra is that you're just naturally going to be attracted to the right people to serve and they're going to just find you and, and you're being yourself in the world and in your business and looking for ways to create impact for people and looking to be of service for people, then it can't help but come back to you. And so I think that's, um, it was a great success story because it all worked out really well. But, you know, and then the people that I've met has been incredible too there that I see, you know, now regularly because now we'll, you know, we'll do it once a month. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's been, you know, kind of fun and fun again to create business that's just aligned with what I would love to do anyway. Yeah, that is awesome. What a great story. And I think what I hope that people don't miss is that not only was it um, the success of it because of what you were doing to give back the generosity, like this, you know, get this idea of giving it back or giving it out in slices and it comes back in loaves. Um, mm-hmm. But also you followed up with it, right? You, you actually, you got the opportunity, but then mm-hmm. you actually, uh, you you uh, were able to be successful with that opportunity that you were given, right? You provided exceptionally great service to that person, and 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 that's the important thing is that the reason why all the other pieces of this came is because of all the hard work you've been doing in your career so far that to be able to be in a position to get those continued referrals coming in. So I, I want yeah. people to make sure that they they acknowledge that and realize that as well too. Well, as we wrap well, thank this up, you. And, and one thing on that yeah. that's kind of funny. Sorry, yeah. um, is that I. So I actually saw the client because we just did a coffee with Kara today. Uh So I saw one of the clients that I was just mentioning 
And one of the things that he said was that uh, he was just talking about like the experience from start to finish. And that like, even after they bought, like I still followed up to help make sure get a few things done. And that that was very different from other people. So I think the thing that you have to also be really, um, as you were mentioning, is that just be the best you can be in your profession. Mm -hmm. So, you know, of course the right marketing is a great thing, but then like, be the person that they want to work with yes. and be an, the utmost professional, you know, all along the way, um, not just to like get a sale right then, right? It's about the relationship long-term and how do you really create big value and living that. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely love it. Yeah. Well, as we wrap this up, I know that people are going to want to continue to uh, follow you. They're going to want to continue to get inspired by you. Uh, tell us about your podcast and also the best place that they can find you on uh, social media. Awesome. Yeah. So um, thanks again for the routine. This has been really fun. Uh, so the podcast is called the Soul Inspiring Business Podcast. And, um, you know, again, that it was a passion. It's a passion project that I love doing because um, it, it connects me with people like you. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we really I believe that there is a missing link sometimes between how we think about business and how we think about spirit and soul and faith. And I think when the two are kind of intertwined and you look at the whole, you know, from a holistic perspective, you know, um, it's just, uh, you know, we have the power to go to bigger, bigger heights, you know, yeah. so to speak. So, yeah. so that's a lot of fun. So they can definitely check me out there. Um, my Instagram is Kara, K-A-R-A Chafin. This is a mouthful. C-H-A-F-F-I-N Donofrio, D-O-N-O-F-R-I-O. So Kara Chafe and Donna Frio. We'll um, have that's those on in the show, show notes. We'll have those in the show okay. notes. Okay. <laughs> I know. Okay, cool. Um, and then my website is kcdrealestate.com for anybody, you know, that's looking in the uh, the DMV. And we're actually opening a location in Annapolis as well, which is really fun. Um, so Excellent. yeah, so those are kind of the best. I'm on Facebook as well. Um, but I, I think like Instagram, um, my website are probably the best places. Yeah. Um, so Fantastic. yeah. Well, any last parting things that you'd love to talk to the audience as we uh, wrap this up? Uh, you know, um, I think what I would just encourage, you know, anybody that's, that's like struggling or, um, you know, as my friend who came to me and was like, I don't know, I'm, you know, I'm struggling because I'm looking at everybody else's success. Like stop comparing yourself to somebody else's yeah. success. You know, I think, one of the biggest things is figure out what success looks like to you. Mm -hmm. What does it look like in your, your partnership? Um, what does it look like in your business or your family? It doesn't have to look like you don't have to have a podcast and you know, your business, your version of a business could be very different than, than mine. And that's okay. You know, figure out what is going to really make you whole and, um, and that may take a little bit of time if you've never taken that time before to reflect on that. But I think that's really, as we look at how do you create a bigger vision and, and more a, a more fulfilling life overall, you have to just tune in and figure out what would that look like for you? What would feel amazing? And then pursue what feels amazing. Mm -hmm. And um, and I think that, you know, that's kind of one of the biggest things of advice I would give. Love it. 
Absolutely love it. Well, I know our audience is digging this, and uh, you left me inspired, and I know you left many others inspired. And speaking to the audience right now, I know that, hey, listen, the price of admission for this is free. The only thing that you have to do is make sure that you go and like Kara's pages, download her free uh, journal that you can get at any point in time, and then, of course, obviously continue to follow her, watch her podcast, listen to her podcast, and then share this episode with those that you know that will be impacted by it. So, as always, we appreciate you, and we look forward to talking with you guys on the next episode.